Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and I'm joined <laughs> by my good friend Aram in Toronto. Yes. Aram, what's up? Not much. Not much. Excited to talk Warriors basketball. It's, it's funny, like the nature of like preseason chatter. It's just like hypothetical, hypothetical, hypothetical. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, off season is when we just like talk about the past <laughs> and uh, pure nostalgia or whatever. But this is a time for predictions. I've already done my Eastern Conference, Western Conference ranking episodes, and uh, those were fun. Um, but I want bold predictions. Just okay. completely, uh, not so off the rail random, but like, you know, things that most people aren't really thinking about in terms of, of uh, what they expect for this season from the Warriors and some of their players. I got a few, um, but I'll, uh, I want to hear what you got. Should I start with the weakest bold prediction of all? Don't, don't quantify it, man. I want to be well, surprised. Well, no, I just changed my bullets, my bullet points into numbers. So I'm literally okay. quantifying it right now. Okay. Um, as we talked about before, I super impressed by Patrick Baldwin Jr. So he's going to play more than, Rollins, you know, just all the chatter that the coaching okay. staff uh, and the other, even Kavon Looney. I, I, I think Kavon Looney, uh, I think he was like, you know, he was really praising him. And then I think in the middle of the quote, he realized like, oh, better pump the brakes a little bit on this guy, <laughs> right? Um, which is awesome in the first place to hear quotes from Kavon Looney. But, uh, but uh, I mean, again, we're trying not to judge too much on 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 preseason, but uh, he looked good. Um, so, uh, and Rollins didn't look so great again, you know, this is, this is October that we're talking about who knows what they look like in April, but, okay, um, okay, but I think, Hey, uh, can, can somebody give Bob some credit? Uh, these were some interesting draft picks. Okay. Uh, do you want to trade off? Do you have a bold prediction? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I got, I got a couple, I got a few. Um, I, since you've mentioned Patrick, uh, I keep wanting to say Patrick O'Brien. That's a, yeah, that's it's no going to happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr., PBJ. Um, I said he's going to uh, push Jonathan Kaminga for minutes. Oh, right. Um, that's probably going to be towards the end of the season, but I think there might just be lineups and matchups where. Like they just need a guy who is six nine six ten who can shoot from outside. Um, I can see combos of that. I think we've talked before how Kaminga, you know, like where does he fit in? That's the thing. Like he has such a high ceiling, so much talent, and obviously, I still believe in the guy. <laughs> I still think he's going to be the best player. I'm sticking to that in uh, two seasons from now, <laughs> three seasons, whatever we okay, said. Okay, wow. Um, uh, <laughs> for all you listeners, we did an episode last summer of 2021 where uh, uh, I think we both picked Jonathan Kaminga as the best Warriors player four years from then. So that'd be 2025. But uh, I, I think like just like how Moody has more of a role, defined role, and uh, he's more trusted in that role. Like I think maybe Patrick Baldwin Jr. Um, could could get a little bit of that action uh, in the second half of I, the season. I could see that happening. I could see that happening. You know, it's kind of like... I actually don't want that because I want Kaminga to to just like rise up, but that's my bold prediction. 
Well, maybe they can play together. Um, they that, could. Uh, yeah. So that kind of fits, uh, again, going back to um, one of my predictions, it's a little bit more in um, in my pessimistic mind. Uh, my bold prediction is that Kaminga will not be able to fit his game into what this team needs, and that by the end of the season, they're going to have to figure out what to do with him. Pessimist. <laughs> I I can't help it. I can't help it. Uh, I just, I, like the fit, I'm... I. I still not seeing it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think he's the, uh, you know, he, he's a peacock and he needs to fly. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he, I, I think it's just going to be hard for him to, to fit in. So that's, that's my pessimistic bold prediction. I I have another one actually later, but I'll save that. Yeah. I, okay. I have, you know, you're, you're queuing me up. I have another Jonathan Kamingo one then I have, Jonathan Kaminga, my bold prediction is that he pushes Andrew Wiggins for minutes. <laughs> okay. All right. Just like uh, PBJ is going to push Kaminga for minutes, I'm, he's going to start pushing Wiggins for minutes. Now, these are two separate scenarios, but like uh, my bold prediction is I, I guess I'm uh, uh, playing both sides of the coin, right? <laughs> like Kaminga not fitting in and then losing some minutes and then Kaminga like uh, uh, playing well. But Well, um, he's losing those minutes and, and because he took minutes weekends. from somewhere else. Yeah, that's the... <laughs> nah, but, um, you know, in a uh, more like hopeful scenario is that his, you know, talents kind of start matching his like uh, decision-making and you know some more refined skill and that he can play uh some of you know wiggins small forward minutes playing defense uh again not jacking a bunch of shots but playing defense being maybe a little bit more consistent with the three and you know just knowing what to do with a ball more because right now we saw it in summer league we see it uh in the first couple of preseason games that we saw our first few is that uh you know, sometimes he gets the ball and he actually takes a little long <laughs> to figure out what to do with it, right? Which is what Jordan Poole's problem was before. And, um, uh, you know, and, and in your worst case scenario, like they don't know what to do with him. Like he's, as we've talked about before, it's like he's 20, just turned 20. And, you know, it, it, when it comes to contracts, sure, like that's that's an issue and picking up options and all that jazz. But like he's still going to be amazing in my opinion. And, um, you know, uh, I, I think like he just needs to be able to put in the work and it seems like he's, he's doing that. So, um, I, I would also say too, that they've made a lot of effort to create an environment where he can develop, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think that they recognize that they, this, you know, is a challenging team to be on. It's a challenging, um, it's just a different, it's a different uh, context to be playing in. Like for somebody of his kind of pedigree, you know, yeah, he would normally be on the Houston Rockets. He would normally be on the Orlando Magic, right? Um, yeah. But he's not. And this is this is the situation. And we're going to surround you with good coaches and good vets. You know, mm -hmm. uh, Iguodala is going to help you. Uh, Jama Malalela is going to help you. Um, so. So if he doesn't succeed, it's on him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, so I, you know, I, 
I don't want that to be true, but I, but that's a, that's a prediction that he's going to struggle. Okay. So I <laughs> kind of have a, a kind of a deeper cut one. Um, okay. Just real quick. I think that uh, I think Ty Jerome will make the roster. Um, I don't know that I over that they'll fill the 15th roster spot with him. I don't know if that's hmm. the right move, but I think that um, to see them kind of move on him so quickly uh, that in and, and get rid of Mac McClung. Um, I think they had stated, I think it was in the summertime that they were kind of like, you know, kind of looking for another ball handler and he's done it. He's played in the league for a few years now. He's no, he's no, he's not gonna, uh, you know, there's no all-star or anything like that, but uh, he can probably help you get through a season. So I'm a mm-hmm. little surprised that he wanted to play for them uh, or wanted to try to make the roster, but, um, but maybe he was hoping that, uh, you know, he can get in on that, uh, Warriors contract magic that worked for Otto Porter Jr. and uh, Gary Payton or something like that. I don't think uh, he'll he'll make the roster, but um, you know, I think it's it's worth giving him him a look, I suppose, because they just you know, I mean, we all know that Mac McClung played on the Warriors summer league team because Rollins was hurt, and so they just were like, okay, Rollins can play, so let's cut. Well, I, I, I mean, it's like they like tall point guards. They like yeah. people who have some kind of sense of control. Um, and also they probably see that Ryan Rollins is not ready. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like this would offer them a little bit more coverage. Yeah, this guy shot 42% from three in 2020-2021, which worked out to 2.2 out of 5.1 shots a game. Wow, um, out of thirty-three games. Okay, that's that's, uh, that's bold, bold. <laughs> um, I will say. Okay, can uh, I go to my? But this is the one, this is the one that I really want to talk about. Uh, okay, this, this okay, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, because right, so I was going to say that the Ty Jerome one wasn't like a very sexy. Uh, no, no, no. I thought it was pretty bold. You, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It was bold, but it, but it wasn't sexy. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what that's going to cost them in terms of luxury tax? Um, exactly. Okay. Uh, now this one was um, inspired by uh, part of. Uh, when we were texting each other, this is actually, I'm stealing this from you, um, <laughs> that James Wiseman will have a better season than Mello. And then I That's wrote mine. back to you. So, I know, I know you said that to me. And then I wrote back to you, which Mello? Because <laughs> I was like, I immediately, I was like, better than Carmelo? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, and I've been... Um, a James Wiseman stand as long as he's healthy. And, you know, obviously we live in a day and age where everything is like, what have you done for me lately? And it's all just quick knee jerk and everybody passed or two teams passed on Mello and then Wiseman got hurt and Mello made the all-star team and Mello is still really good. But it's one thing to say like, 
better season. I mean, let's face facts. Charlotte stinks, right? Yeah. Uh, the whole bridge is garbage and then um, they haven't improved. Right. And uh, by the way, like uh, congrats to Kenny Atkinson for dodging that bullet. Right? <laughs> like he, he, he bailed out on being the Charlotte coach and it becomes like the lead assistant and got probably got a raise, I think. Right. With the Warriors. Well, they always say there's only 30 of these jobs and uh, he didn't want one of those 30. So. <laughs> So, um, you know, like it's, uh, how do you kind of judge like who has a better season, like with two guys, especially totally different positions and totally different roles on their teams and, and what they're required to do. But bottom line, like, I think, uh, you know, people will like be like, oh, wow, Wiseman, as long as he's healthy, Wiseman was a very, very good pick at number two and, and, mm-hmm. and a good choice. Like that's, that's kind of what I'm, I'm uh, banging on. Cause I've always just wanted to see it. Right. That's what we've wanted. Just, I want to see it. And um, I want to see how good he is uh, when he's, when he's healthy. And I think that admittedly, I didn't have much time to watch a ton of uh, LaMelo ball last season because I was watching so many Warriors games, but you know, I want to see how his game evolves, right? He came mm-hmm. in so flashy. Like, can he lead a team? Can he win? Can he become like consistent? Or is he just going to be kind of like, um, you know, empty calories eventually, you know? Mm-hmm. I think Wiseman's going to fit in quite well and he's going to really give them an added dimension that they haven't had. And so I don't think he'll make an all star team or anything like that. But He's going to, I think he's going to contribute. Oh, I do. For sure. So, not so, this season. You, well, yeah, would. no, I, I, okay. I meant this year. I meant this year. So, oh, okay. yeah, LaMelo uh, will probably um, make an all star team. Um, Carmelo, who knows? Uh, Fab Mello, I don't know where he's playing. So, uh, so he'll definitely have a better season than two Mellows. Yeah. Um, is it my turn? Yeah. Or, okay. Well, I stole yours too. So, yeah, I'm never texting you any good ideas. <laughs> the NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. I think I'm going to have to put my money on Jimmy G and the Niners. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day, all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. This is actually my my last one, so I don't know how many more you have. But I got one more after this. My last one is Clay Thompson makes the all-star team. Oh, I, I feel like part of me feels like you can book that. <laughs> going to make it for sure. I mean, like Warriors you know, fans it, make it happen. Yes, there's the the element where uh, Warriors fans and, you know, Korean pop stars uh, help Clay Thompson uh, become uh, a, an all-star starter. But I'm also saying, like, he'll, he'll deserve it if he doesn't get voted in. Because, I mean, let's face facts, like, if he's going in, unless he goes in, <laughs> if he goes in as a guard, he's going to have to beat out Steph. He's going to have to beat out Luca. <laughs> 
Um, that right there seems like a near impossibility. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't think he's, he may not start, but, right. uh, but like, uh, uh, you know, he, I think he'd be deserving and that's, that means a lot in terms of just what, uh, 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 you know, especially now he's not playing so much in the preseason that like how far he will have, have, um, come. And I think that's like another, uh, milestone for him outside of just getting on the court, you know, making playoffs, winning a title, uh, this is like an individual thing, right? And he carries so much, uh, such a chip on his shoulder for the for being left out of the top seventy-five and all that stuff, yeah. and yeah. not making uh, all defensive teams and stuff like that. So, okay, well, that's my uh, uh, final bold prediction. Okay, so we we talked a little bit about this um, before in terms of this player uh, player's future. Um, and I'm sorry to end this on a downer note, but this will be Draymond Green's last season on the Warriors. That's my bold prediction. I think he will opt out. Uh, okay. be like, hey, thanks for the memories. I'm I'm gonna take my talents to I don't know L.A. or something like that, and do his media stuff, and you know, like be on some other high profile team or something like that. Yeah, and. Uh, build his brand i can see that i can see that i guess my question is because you know we, we've all thought these like oh if uh, if clay were to leave or if draymond or uh wiggins or pool i mean I've, I've said in the past like not that i want clay to leave but i can see a scenario like when his contract is up like in the rebuilding era of the Lakers or something, him wanting to play for his dad's team, the team that I grew yeah. up idolizing where he idolized Kobe and being okay with that, you know, like that's the one place I could see clay going to. Um, but, uh, not predicting that, but like, I guess, how do you see it playing out? Not like what you just said in terms of, uh, going to like a high profile team and build his brand, all that stuff. But like, how do you, in that scenario, what happens? Like, do the warriors come up short? Do the warriors win and he just moves on? Or is it just become obvious during the season or does he tank the season <laughs> or does he? Well, does I don't, he... I don't think he'll tank. I think he'll actually have a good season. I don't, you know, anytime you're picking who's going to win the championship, your, you know, odds in yeah. terms of picking the field is always better. Yeah. I don't think that they'll repeat. Um, and uh, I think they'll just agree to, separate amicably i guess um because i think maybe maybe he'll play great but you know there'll be some signs of decline so yeah um you know whoever wants to kind of like take him on he he may take a, a lesser contract that kind of thing um but yeah i mean there there may be a continuance of some of the the a little bit of, of some minor falling outs and resentments and that kind of thing i mean yeah. Hey, he playing on this team gives him as high a profile as anywhere. Um, yeah. But, uh, and, and I don't know how it would work salary wise, but uh, I'm sure the folks at Clutch will help uh, <laughs> in that respect. Yeah. If the Warriors don't win the title, and especially if they like come close, say lose in the finals or Western Conference finals, we've seen what, what that's like. There's just changes, period. Right. Because like all mm -hmm. of a sudden it's like this did not work, even though it almost worked, right? Like that's mm -hmm. just how it goes. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I could conceivably see that um, 
happening. That's not out of the realm of possibility, but it's also, yeah, totally a downer, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. That's why you bring me on, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's that's funny that's funny well um anything else any other random bold predictions <laughs> off the top of your head no i mean <laughs> it on that note like that's what it is All it's right. what we have to look forward to so just enjoy it while it lasts this year i will well, at least if uh james wiseman uh, has a better season than mellow then then i'll be i'll be good with that yeah. And hey, at the end of the season, let's uh, rewind this back and see how uh, how these things played out. Yeah. That's I hope true. I'm wrong. For hey. Some of them. I hope I'm. <laughs> no, you know. Yeah. For my downer ones. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, likewise, if I had any any downer ones. Cool, man. Well, thank you once again for coming on. Always, always uh, fun and entertaining. <laughs> all right thanks all right well that is another episode of the oakland warriors podcast be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast feel free to hit me up on twitter at patrick e Pino or at oakland warriors check out our youtube channel where you can watch this episode youtube.com slash oakland warriors check us out at oaklandwarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow warrior fan friends to tune in and listen the oakland warriors podcast is produced by national film society and is a part of the basketball podcast network and if you're so inclined please do leave us a five-star rating on spotify and apple podcasts and if you want to leave us a nice review saying good stuff about the show on apple podcasts that would be hugely hugely appreciated and it would be very very helpful thanks that's it music in this episode provided by paper sun special thanks to paul amardo for production support see you next time